I wanted us to dwell on something that's critical, that's important in the, the as we begin this new year. I wanted us to remember who we are and uh, how God works with us. And uh, the anchor verse that I like to keep for today is actually Luke, Luke 19, uh, verse 10. Uh, some months ago, we touched on this, but I don't think we, 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 we can ever do uh, enough of meditation on this, this particular verse, because it's a very crucial verse. I'm going to revisit again. I believe this is something very critical for all of us, especially for CBMC, we, you know, uh, those in CBMC. And, and those who are children of God who want to imitate God, I believe this is a crucial verse. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, Christ is saying very clearly here that his purpose for his coming is to seek and to save. It's not one without the other. It's not just seeking, but then seeking leading to saving. I think a lot of times we are interested in saving, but we very invest very little time in seeking. If we look out, look back over the last year, 2022, how much of that year were we seeking the lost? We may have put effort into saving the lost. You may be even be able to quantify that. But seeking the lost, we tend to think saving is paramount. And so we go after saving. But Christ is showing to us that without seeking, saving will not happen. What does seeking mean? A church typically says you come to the church and minister. You'll be ministered here. A doctor, a clinic, a hospital says come to the doctor, you'll be ministered here. You'll be taken care of here. That's, that's their place of healing, the place of ministry. But Christ is saying that's not my model. Christ's model is, I come to see. If he had sat in heaven and said, you come and find me, where would you and I be? You want forgiveness, you come and find me. God is not inviting us to find him. God is seeking us. Each of us have a story of God seeking us. Individual, private, personal, seeking out. We were sought out. And he's seeking. He is in the business of seeking, going after. We have the parable of the, 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 the sheep that was lost. In, in the lost sheep, we see that until, until he finds it, he seeks it. Luke 15, Luke 15, 4. We have the parable of the shepherd. When, uh, uh, you know, verse 4, what man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in, 
the open pasture and go after the one which is lost until he finds it, until he finds it, until, until seeking, not just for the sake of seeking, but seeking until. You know, just go back. I asked you to go back and remember last year. Go back again last year. Look at, because we have the vantage point of having finished 2022. What else did we seek last year? We all sought something. Whether it is a lost soul or something we sought. We are always seeking something, but are we seeking that which truly matters? What was the, the thing that we sought most last year? I want you to look over it, confront it, confront yourself. You don't have to say what you sought paramount seeking to anybody. God knows it. You can have that conversation with him. If he came on earth to seek and to save, so clear purpose statement, to seek and save the lost, would he send you and I to heaven, to earth, with any other motive? Could it be that he sends us to go and find some other treasures so he can fix the earth? What would be the purpose of God for each of us? Would it be different if he is my father? If he is our father, will the father come? Will the father send his son to earth with one purpose and send us to earth with another purpose? Because in Jeremiah, he says, I knew you before I formed you. Jeremiah 1.4, I knew you before I formed you. And I consecrated you before you were born. That means he knew us before we were formed. He chose us to be formed in this family. And then before the family saw us and gave us some other mandate, some other purpose, he says, I have consecrated you before your parents even get to lay their eyes on you. I've given you a purpose. You know, there he said, I've appointed you a prophet to the nations. If that's true for Jeremiah, it's true for all of us, that God sees us and knows us before forming, and he senses before anybody else sees us, he sees us and gives us a purpose. The seeking is a key part of God's outreach. God is the God who seeks all the time. For us to understand it, go back. Go back to Genesis. Go back to Genesis. God was seeking. Even there in the garden, he was seeking. Even when, when, when Adam was brought all the animals to name, God was seeking to see what was inside. And God accepted that. All through the Old Testament also, the seeking is there. God sought Abraham out. Abraham was not seeking God. It doesn't say about Abraham seeking. That Abraham was tired of living in his homeland. God was seeking. 
God was seeking a righteous and a faithful generation. He came seeking Abraham. He called him out. Even with Hagar, when, when, when the families decide to settle inheritance a different way, and this maid of uh, Sarah was given, and then, you know, she's thrown out. You know the story. And she's out there, and she cries, and, and she calls him a God who sees. God who sees. Elroy. Genesis 16, 11. The angel of the Lord said to her father, Behold, you are with child, and you will bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has given heed to your affliction. And he, seeing that, verse 13, then she called the name of the Lord, who spoke to her, you are a God who sees. Elroy. How does God see? Because he's looking, he's listening, he's seeking. That's why he sees. He's looking at her. He's looking for her. Because she's sitting there and crying. So God is seeking. He's saying, there's nobody there for me. She says, I'm here for you. God who seeks. God, seeking is inbuilt into everything. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. That in the seeing, there is a seeking. God sought her. That's why he is seeing her. And same thing, God hears. The child is cry, crying, you know. And, and God comes and says, I have heard. In the hearing. In the hearing of that son, the cry of that son, in the hearing, there is the seeking. How much are we seeking? How much? We are seeking something. Again, I want to go back. I want to read, uh, uh, I want to remind. Uh, 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 theological quote, this is not a biblical quote, but a Danish theologian of the 18th century made this quote. His name is Soren Kierkegaard, philosopher, theologian, Christian, believer, who, who wrote a devotion, biblical devotion, called The Purity of Heart. And he says, purity of heart is to desire one thing. Purity of heart is to desire one thing, one thing, purity of heart is to desire one thing. What does that mean? He says, pure, the heart is pure when it desires one thing. What does that mean? He says, when you desire more than one thing, your heart is not pure. It's impure because you're now desiring two things. Purity of heart is to desire, to will, desire one thing, not two things. When it desires two things, the heart is corrupt. Jesus very clearly said, "My, I was sent to seek and to save the lost. The seek and the saving is rolled into one. 
how often we desire many things. What was our desire? What was that we were seeking last year? I don't know how much time you had to detox from last year. Between Christmas and New Year, some of us have the habit of taking time off. I don't know if you had that the luxury of that, the benefit of that. If you're rushing into 2023, it's already the second. I, I would flag you. I would request you take time. Take time alone. Search your heart. What am I desiring? Am I seeking? Am I seeking? Am I seeking? Here's in, in, in Isaiah chapter 66, uh, we see God again saying that he seeks. You know, 66, 1 and 2, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is the place that I may rest? For my hand made all these things. Thus all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look. How, what does look mean? Look includes seeking. To this one I will look. To him who is humble and contrite of spirit. And who trembles at my word. He looks. That is, he's seeking the one that is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. In, in the further, if you look at 57, 15, Isaiah 57, 15, that adds meat to this. This is the bones. That adds the meat. For thus says the high and exalted one, again, same thing, I dwell in the heavens, who lives forever and whose name is holy. I dwell on a high and holy place, same thing. And also with a contrite and lowly of spirit. The looking is there. Why do I look? So that I may dwell. Dwell with the contrite and lowly of spirit. In order to revive the spirit of the lowly. And to revive the heart of the contrite. Why is this important? Seeking important. Why am I going over this again? And again, I believe we have lost the seeking element in Christian world. We have, we have stopped seeking. We have stopped seeking. You miss church, the church doesn't come to you. The church doesn't come seeking you. You miss second Sunday again. Because your chair is taken by somebody else. Somebody else is sitting on that chair. Your family's pew is gone. Somebody else's pew now. And we think the pastor has to do the seeking. That's part of our problem. We think the pastor has to do the seeking. You think that's his job. Whereas the seeking is all of us' job. 
or even in CBMC circles, if somebody stops coming, how often do you or I go looking for them? Do we call them? Do we visit them? So the whole seeking element of ministries is dumbing down. It's becoming less and less. All around the world. All around the world, we don't seek. Yet we seek for things that we really value. Will we stop looking for that iPhone that was lost? We'll go back to all the places that we walked that day or sat that day. We will go looking. We will go looking if you lost that document, important document, whatever it is. I want to place this important necessity before you as you face this year. Until he finds, that's the moral of Jesus. He seeks us where we are, as we are. He doesn't say, go get yourself cleaned up and come. Romans says he loved us as we are. He loved us as we are in our condition. So in the seeking, there is an unconditional acceptance also. An unconditional receiving. It's not saying you need to fix yourself. It's not saying to the sheep, you have to find your way back because you lost the way. You intentionally went away, find your way back. No. The shepherd goes after the sheep, knowing it may not even know that it is lost. It may not even know how to come back. It may not be in a condition to come back. It may be at risk. It may have risked itself. It may be in the hands of the enemy. The Bible is full of images of God seeking. Unless you and I build this into our life, whatever we do for God, whatever we do in life, will not come close to what God has for us. It will not come close to the best that God has for us. Because the key part of God sending us here is to seeking. Seeking and saving the lost. A big part of our life has to be towards seeking. I want to challenge you this beginning of this year. May this year be full of seeking. Of you reaching out. See, he says you are the light of the world. Uh, uh, that he has set us as a light, right? That you are the salt, you are the light. Light does the seeking. Seeking for what? It seeks the dark places and, and removes them. The outreach of light, the outreach of the salt is seeking. Where there is no salt, there is no tastiness. The salt enters in, seeks out. Same way light, light goes. You see the image of light drawn, it shows these lines going out from the candle or from the, from the bulb to far places. That's a big part of light, being a light. A light is, does not hold the light. It dissipates, it actually dissipates the light. It spreads the light all around, seeking darkness to overcome. You and I are to seek consistently Constantly seeking. I want to. I want to 
encourage you to seek the Lord this year. I'll read a couple of verses and I'm done. Proverbs 24. If you can, uh, if you can go to Proverbs 24, 11 and 12. Deliver those who are being taken away to death. Those who are staggering to slaughter or hold them back. Those who are staggering to slaughter or hold them back. If you say, see, we did not know this. Does he not consider it who weighs the hearts? And does he not know it who keeps your soul? Will he not render to man according to his work? Another mandate of God. Very clearly stated. Deliver those who are being taken away to death. Can you imagine delivering without seeking? You seek so you can deliver. Deliver those who are being taken away to death. And those who are staggering to slaughter or hold them back. I want to place that before you. Many people think they will do this at the end of their life. I know a lot of men, good men, godly men. In your, in your private conversation with them, it will come out. Brother, I'm going to do this until I'm this years. After that, I'm going to give myself to seeking and saving the lost. All the people that you work with, that you interact with, till you're 65 or 60, what are you going to do with them? If there is no seeking inbuilt into your life now, I want to tell you this linear process thinking does not work. I will do this until then, and then I will do this. It doesn't work that way, my friend. That's arrogant of anybody to think I have that much time. That life will go according to this plan that I have. I will seek the things that I need now. And I will seek the things that God wants me to seek later. After this year. What, what, what foolishness. What foolishness. Today, let there be seeking in your life. Just as God is seeking you today. Seeking you this morning. 2023 Jan 2nd in a fresh way is saying I want to seek you out so you will seek with me. God is not sending us to seek alone. He comes with us. He seeks with us. He leads the seeking. You see in John 21 uh, you, there's a beautiful example of this. John 21 Christ has risen and come visiting his disciples on the shore and uh, the guys are all out fishing and they don't have any fish all night. <laughs> so typical of them. And then Christ is telling them uh, to, to put the uh, net on the other side and net is full. And now they're sitting around the fire and having, and then Christ is asking Peter, do you love me three times? And then he says, tend my lambs, shepherd my sheep. 
ten my sheep. He's asking Peter to tend my lamb, shepherd my sheep, tend my sheep. Three times. And then he tells Peter, it looks like Jesus is sending Peter into the ministry world and saying, you go do it. And then Christ tells Peter, if you just read up to that, you'll think that God is sending, commissioning Peter. Until you read the later verses, we'll think that way. Read the later verses, 19. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. What did he just say? Go tend the lambs, shepherd my sheep, tend my sheep. Now he's saying, follow me. Then again, in verse 22, follow me, you follow me. Where's Christ going? He's going to see. And he's inviting us to see, to tend, to shepherd to tend the sheep, to seek and to save. May that be our heritage. That is our heritage. May we live our heritage. May we obey the, the command of Jesus for us this year to seek and to save. And then healing will happen through us. Healing of our communities, healing of our families, healing of relationships, healing of, at all levels, we don't wait for somebody to come. You go seeking, healing of the nations. I pray this is our heritage. This is the heart of CBMC, seeking. And we are probably the weakest in this place, in this area. Seeking is almost absent, except for a few godly men who continue to seek. I do not know if the rest are seeking. May that be your call, an area to grow this year. Shall we pray? Father God, we come to you this morning again, needing your help. Holy Spirit, put into us a desire to seek. And a desire to seek one thing, as Soren Kierkegaard would remind us, to desire one thing, to seek one thing, seek the lost. Everybody seeking something, Lord, all around the world. Help us to seek that which you are seeking. May we become your partners, holding hands, seeking that which you are seeking. May that be our joy. May that be our reward this year. And as we seek these things, as we give ourselves to these things, as you say in Matthew, as you seek his kingdom, all these things will be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom. All these things will be added. May all those, that all these things will be added. May it include businesses, finances, health, everything that the world gives itself to. May that be given to us, even while we are seeking what is your, your kingdom agenda, Lord. We give everyone into your hands. All the CBMC groups, may they be seeking, aggressive seeking of the lost, consistent seeking of the lost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.